As we've already learned, Steve is not the comedy no. genius of us. Not the comedy this? genius of us. You're yeah. not the boss so of me, Ben Salter. So what's the gentle put down for that? The, um, well, he's a very intelligent man. So you oh, say yeah. you're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's prudent for you not to go to any open mic nights in, in the next couple months. Clearly this side is the hilarious side of the <laughs> Friendly Fire show. And clearly this side is just the awesome side. Yes, I agree. If I'm Heather Locklear, what does that you're make Nathan? Um, yeah, Jasmine Blake. He's not. He's not special guest star. Jasmine Pam star. Anderson. Pam Anderson. You're totally Pamela Anderson. Who's, she's not a special guest. No, you're not he's, special. Who's just regular guest star? I just meant um, that he had hepatitis. Oh, Does he not have hepatitis? <laughs> oh. With the cotton wall in his the mouth. The Godfather. Versus two. Oh, Brando. It's two. It is two. There you go. He's Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. You never see. Oh, like the best hey, performance. That's a big thing for, for twenty us. minutes. We've never had an in even a five-hour three, and, and you don't see him. He's in the shadows. How good is that movie? Okay, well, well let's talk about that. When we actually I'm glad I found someone else. Have you read? Have you ever read Heart of Darkness? Let's talk about that. I'm actually because of so many. Welcome to the Friendly Fire Show, episode 44, for the 24th of February, 2014. I almost forgot the year. I'm Steve Wright from Survivor. Someone else. Is there no one else here? No, just me and Ben. That's what I thought. You're Ben. I'm Ben Salter from MMGN. I'm Leo from Survivor. Really? Yeah, so I'm excited. Tano from MMGN. <laughs> Special guest Special guest now. Tano. I'm Shane from Survivor. I'm Nathan from MMGN. This is outrageous. I should have been introduced last because I'm the special guest. Yeah, but no, you're but not now, now because have... Nathan is oh, the special guest. It's even. We have a regular guest. And I'm guest. Marlon Brando. What? And he's Marlon Brando. Apparently. Yeah. For the first time in our history, we have three and three from each site. That's never happened before. It's, uh, it's, it's just shocking. It's never going to happen. There's been again. one on one, though. There's been never one again. one, two, two. It's never going to happen again. There's been two, two, one. But there's never been three, three. Tana won't show up next week, guaranteed. No, no way. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to really try just to... <laughs> that means he's not going to show up next week. No. If you can do two in a row, I'll be pretty impressed. Then you're going to be promoted from special guest star to regular No, 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 no. I will always be special guest <laughs> just star. Just a guest star. Heather Locklear was special guest star for the whole runtime of Melrose yeah, yeah, Apparently. <gasps> apparently. Allegedly. Oh, is he racist? Have you, have, you have to say that. Well, yeah, I'm not sure. Because we had a conversation off mic that we're not going to re-get into, but... If you've been watching New Girl, that thing with what's her face on it, who's the star of New Girl? CC, uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Um, so the the first Wayans brother, who was on the show to start with, got yeah, a gig on Happy Ending, so he left, and then they replaced him with a different man of the same racial profile. Um, and then because the Happy Ending show got cancelled, <laughs> the Wayans brother guy came back to New Girl, so now he's the special guest star, and there's. Two people of that description on the show. Is that the what most... is this? I don't, what's the point of this? Well, he's always a special exactly. guest star, so you can be Mr. Wayans. If you don't like Marlon Brando, Tano, you didn't like him being called Marlon Brando. Now that's, he's that's called. That's pretty fair. Now he's a Wayans. I, I, like Wayans. I might cut this whole thing. We. I'm not sure where this is. I'm not sure where this is going. This is like the most off-topic we've yeah, ever it's, gotten. It's been about 90 seconds, and we've never been this far. I think off it's important games. that we establish We're talking that Nathan is Marlon Brando. Actors. He's not. Marlon, he's not actually Marlon Brando because that means he's a corpse that we've like reanimated. It's a weekend at Bernie's. You're actually situation. Heather Locklear, and you bonus. need to go to the gym and get some implants or something. Well, 
mostly implants. Why would you be getting implants at the gym? Yeah, that came out wrong. I'm sorry. Can someone reel us back on topic? What have you been playing? What have you been playing? (laughs) Thank you, Shane. I'm not... No, why isn't there a Sims (laughs) Malrose Place expansion? You'd think that there would be, Because who cares? That's why. (laughs) Hey, what have you been playing? It would be awesome. Because I play The Sims and you play The Sims. That would be great. You play The Sims and you, like, rain meteorites and get the Godzilla guy coming. If you had The Sims Melrose Place expansion, you just blow up the place. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Models Inc. Would you have Models Inc.? Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler for a Tana? show that was off the air 20 years ago. Mo- Models Inc. Models Inc. Yeah, that was good as well. Yeah. Classic. If you just tuned in, you're listening to the Friendly Fire Show. Not the Why Melrose would they be place. tuning in on a podcast? Not the Melrose in Place three minute fan club. <laughs> if you get to do your stupid show where you review tables, John and I are going to do a Melrose <laughs> Place. I'm just, I'm just imagining this person who's d- downloaded this and goes, you know what, I don't need the first four minutes. Jumps yeah. in and gets bed going, if you've just tuned in. You know, you know who does that? Me. Skip the intro. Be shit. Do we, we have a buzzword for this first episode? Of all, this episode place is a buzzword. <laughs> this episode's gonna be syndicated on the Friendly Fire we'll Network. Michael versus then it will be broadcast. Yes. So I'm planning ahead, Leo. Friendly Fire Network will host table reviews. <laughs> anyway. A good hour and seven minutes of content every week. Now moving right <laughs> along. For the love of anything, Leo, what have you been playing? Why do I be I just looked Who's at you been first. playing Thief? Think, That's on the list. I think everybody I but have... Leo. <laughs> Thank God. Well, you didn't get a copy for me. I can get Leo out of this. Wow, that was that was entitlement personified. <laughs> so, Leo, work. By the time you listen to this, Thief is coming out this Thursday. Correct. On next and current gen. Ooh. By the time I mean, you no, that's to wrong. This. I mean current and last gen yeah. and PC. Gee, technically. And if you're listening to this, as soon as this episode came out, we've already. No, it's not true. We will be putting up our reviews at one in the morning on Tuesday. And that is why we're only discussing the first five hours because none of us have surpassed that again, and that is the preview time. So we're talking about that. So we've we've all, I think, the three of us, Tano, me, and Ben, we've all played this once at a preview session, and we've played the same portion or, or roundabout at our homes on PS4, if that makes a difference. And then you play it again on Xbox One. Yeah, I can't tell the difference between no, like graphical things. There's a few little it. things there's like the touchpad. We're getting Nathan's like light. smirking off in we'll, the corner. We'll get onto that later. That's <laughs> that's not wrong. until the news. Your old eyes can't tell, but I can. Is what he's so saying. it's been it's been ten years since the last thief. Mm-hmm. 10 years. And the big deal in this one, well, when they presented it to us, the big deal was, look, mods in a console game. Wow. Mods. Mods. <laughs> Not real mods. Optional mods that they've put in already. But they call them the mods. Pretty what? much. They're modifiers. So here's what happened. So the, the piece... Uh, 10 years ago, the PC crowd was like, let's make some mods so you can make it harder. You can turn off the aiming thing, whatever that's called. Oh, so they've added options. In yeah, this. yeah. But so they're not mods. They, they, <laughs> so they're no, called options. They, they refer to them as mods because they were mods on PC 10 years ago. Uh, like, now let's they're options. They are options. Right. But there's, there's a surprising amount. A surprising amount of options. Of gameplay. Yeah, well, I mean... Oh, as an example, custom yeah. cu- stuff, it's yeah. a custom difficulty where you can, like, turn off waypoint, for example, which makes it really hard because you're so used to running towards the little yellow dot that when it's gone, it's just gone. Well, what makes it a game made in 1999? But that's very easy. You can't heal yourself from food. You don't have a reticule. There's tons of these things. Every one that you turn off, you get points. And the idea is... The hardcore lunatic types who love their stealth games will turn off all of these modifiers and you get so many bonus points and you get points for finishing the game and there's a leaderboard and whoever finishes the game with the highest points is literally the master thief and people will want to go for that 
There'll be like a bunch of guys with maxed out nine 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 nine. Totally. If you haven't figured out already, your role pretty much is just to steal stuff. You're a thief. <laughs> uh, the entire. I think the, wow. the, I think the, I I think the clue is in the title. I've been playing this game all wrong. Well, <laughs> Spoilers: Snakes on a plane, spoiler level. That is. Um, well, pretty much that's. It's actually quite important to point out because you pretty much just run around, and if you want to play properly, you have to search all the drawers and stuff and find oh. loot essentially. And if you don't want to do that, you can just run through and kind of hit the waypoint if you've still got it turned on. But that's what's the point? You're meant to be stealing stuff, right? Um, how, how did you feel? Well, let's let's talk about mechanics first. So, it's first person. You can see your hands mostly, except, most of except when it goes to cutscene. Occasionally, and it goes breaks to, out into third person. No, and, and sometimes in gameplay, it goes to third person. When you're climbing, it goes into third person. Yeah. I hate that. Like Deus Ex. Yeah, it looks it looks exactly like. Assassin's Creed when you're doing like climbing up yeah. poles and stuff. And we should point out that a lot of the people on the team worked in Assassin's Creed. Correct. The guy who we interviewed, Nick Canton, the director. who came. Direct, exactly. He used to be the art director, now he's the proper director. Yeah. He um, helped design Altair, amongst other things. So Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so you, first person, you can see your hands doing a lot of things. They, they said they worked at a balance to try to keep um, the amount of time that you like steal a necklace and look at it and be all pleased with yourself to a minimum but I found that was a bit much to be honest like it's just really there's a bit of that it's slow. it is a bit it is a bit slow that's a good way to put it but it is also a stealth game more so than anything else I know there's a lot of stealth games recently and it's kind of resurged as hey stealth's back but this <laughs> is very much you have to play stealthy or else you can the old thief games as I understand it if you run into enemies this is what Nick told us People would just load the last checkpoint because the idea is you never run into enemies and you just avoid them and you steal stuff and you never get into combat. Now they've tweaked a little, so if you get into combat, you can kill like one guy, but if you're against three or four, they'll beat you. Yeah. So you have to kind of sneak away from them instead of trying to just fight them because that won't work. I took out two and I was really lucky taking out two, which so is like good. A yeah. bunch of dudes are like looking at you and like, I'm sneaking away. Don't so look at me. Yeah. The, the big. Oh, table Sorry. hitting table smash the, the biggest I, what am I trying to say if you haven't been in video games as long as us elderly chaps have you might see Thief and compare it to Dishonored whereas really it's the other way around um, but if you've played Dishonored recently and you're used to like in Dishonored you can it's, go stealthy and if you decide to kill people you can kill people pretty well and that's like the biggest difference with they yeah. look the same there's like a plague but like if you try it to fight people similar, you're gonna die similar idea except it's way more stealth than Dishonored it's very anti-combat so maybe they have not prepared people well enough for what well, Thief like, actually is instead of using your arrow to kill someone you should use the ice tip to extinguish your flame and makes a dark corner you can go sneak through yeah so don't shoot some guy with your like three arrows maybe it's, maybe it's a uh, difficult time period for games for them to release this where every single game is an action game or on the other hand combat. I like that it's but a it's bit nice. different no I mean it's good but it's but people probably won't like may struggle to understand yeah, some, the but there are a lot of old D fans who want to play it again yeah. oh foaming at the mouth and like it it would be a game that now that we're actually getting more games out and you have a choice of what you want to play again like as compared to January February it was just devoid of anything I would play like a, a mission in Thief and be quite content for a while, and I'll go and like play something else for a while, and I'll come back to Thief. Like I want to finish it, and I will finish it, and I'll barrel through it because we're doing a review. But I feel like I would 
play a little bit and be quite content and put it away for a while and then come back. There wasn't more to talk about on Thief. That would be a really good segue. Well, can I first mention that there's actually one cool PS4-only feature. Not graphics, nothing to do with that because it looks exactly the same on current and, I mean, last and current gen. Mm. It's exactly the same. If you don't have a new console, it looks the same. Don't worry about that. The cool feature is the light bars used really, really well because Thief, it's really important to know when you're in shadows, when you're in light because it's, people can see you. So there's a little bar on the screen which shows you you're in light or in shadow, but also the light on the controller, if you're playing in the darkness, will be bright white if you're in light and it will go back to like a really dim blue when you're in darkness. So it, you can just know by how bright your room is if you're in the dark. And that's actually a really useful feature. Terrible PS4 feature, touchpad for inventory. Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, my goodness doesn't me. Work. The most I've, frustrating <laughs> mechanic in the... Oh, my goodness I me. Think I've, oh, I've, I've never found a feature. There's been a lot of gimmicks. doesn't work. There's been a lot of gimmicks in games recently, but I've never found a default feature that doesn't work as much as this. I, will, I beat you. Hang on, I trump hang on. on. It doesn't work. So basically, you can change it to D-pad, and it works like a normal circle when you pick your weapon. This one is default on, and it's hard to find how to turn it off. You have to hold on the touchpad, but don't press the button in. Just hold so it comes up on the screen. Then swipe between five on the top of the D-pad or five on the bottom, so it's um, on the touchpad. So it's very hard <laughs> to figure out where you're swiping. And then press on that to change oh. weapon. And it, and you, this is with your thumb. You have to know which thumb to use, so which side your weapons are on, which you never know. This sounds like an awful system. It is horrible. It doesn't work. It's unusable. I beat you with connect functionality. I don't know if you beat me, I'll say equal. This is unusable. You can't change weapon. My back is super sore. But you're not supposed to be fighting anyway, Ben. But I need my arrow to better know if I'm shooting someone or if I'm throwing a bottle. <laughs> you, need, you need a sharp tip arrow to hit people in the head and kill them. You need a blunt arrow to turn off switches. You need a mm. water arrow to turn off. So the sharp arrow fire. just fails to <laughs> turn <laughs> off the switch. Pardon? That doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't the sharp arrow work on the switch? Yeah, but because you don't have a lot of each. Ah, so okay. the sharp one kills people and you wouldn't Fair use enough. a blunt one on a person because... You have a sharp one. Tell me about and you wouldn't waste and why it's okay. Helpful. So my back is so sore. Like I, if I'm in a position, I'm going to keep that position forever because if I move, it's going to give me like agonizing pain. So I was sitting on the couch, still as a summer's morning. I don't know. That was that was really bad. <laughs> that makes sense. Like a summer's morning should be pretty, pretty still. still. Yeah. Right? You don't think, let him off with that. One. No. You think it's dumb, but that actually was pretty good. It does make, does um, make sense. So I was very still. <laughs> Still, no comment. <laughs> still like whatever you wanted to be still. Um, and I was moving around, mm. and I kept swooping. And you're normally swooping by hitting the A button. I thought like maybe I was hitting the A button accidentally, because I took two steps, and I was flying across the map. Um, and if I was trying to traverse from one place to the other, not a big deal. If you're like trying to sneak behind an object and not have someone see you, and all of a sudden you fly out around the corner because you weren't ready for it, doesn't work so well. Um, same for lock picking. If you're lock picking and trying to move your left stick to, you know, find the the tension point, sometimes it would work, and sometimes my character would just like fly away to the right or the left. I'm like, what's going on? Um, there is a connect function. If you lean forward, your character will swoop. That I wasn't even moving, and my ridiculous. character was swooping. I changed controllers. I th- I thought something was broken, and eventually I found the setting to fix it. 
I'll also and if you're sneaking around, it doesn't work. So I beat you, I reckon. Optional motion control on PS4 also doesn't work. So in the cons on the next-gen gimmicks is the motion control on PS4, the Kinect motion on Xbox One, and the touchpad on PS4. Well, the only pro is the light bar, which is kind of cool. It actually works pretty well, yeah. So pretty much gimmicks are shit. Well, that's yep. why they're gimmicks. Well, that, that's what defines them. <laughs> something. Right. Yeah, well, the barreling kind of worked as well, but whatever. We'll, we'll just lead us. So, in. before Is we it... talk about the next game, really quickly, we all played this game at a preview event. We've all played pretty much the same portion of yeah. of the game so far. Slow to me is. Yeah. I think you were talking about that, Tano. Just like an hour and a half in, I played maybe yeah about the same at the preview event. Just not, doesn't really drag me in at all with its story. The first half an hour is just, well, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Not interesting. It kind of reminded me of Bioshock without the shooting, just the looting. There's not much else to it. In Bioshock, without the cool exploration. It's all about the loot. But it's bro, just, people love loot. No, no, I, I get that. Like, that's great. <laughs> Do you why, even loot, bro? But why am I doing it? But you're going, you go you're into thief, one man. room. Yeah, but that's, that uh, is a thief. Steal stuff. Open a drawer and get it. Okay. That's why the original yeah. fans will love it. Because wow. that's, the, that's the core of it. But well, I'm not an original fan, Nathan. We've been spoiled by Dishonored. <laughs> you go into one room and there's like five chests of drawers. And you've got to go through every single drawer. And then you've got to go to the desk and on top of the desk. And then here. And then Someone's there. And you're stealing like ashtrays. You don't have to. The, the big... <laughs> Ticket items are kind of pretty obvious. I still forks. Look, you know what? If, 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 it, if a game doesn't get the job done, I'm, I'm willing to bypass Mark Cerny's, if it, or Kearney, whatever his name is. If it, if it, his philosophy is if a game's not enthralling and engaging within the first ten minutes, they scrap it. I can push that to an hour. I'm an hour in and I'm bored. Oh, uh, thief is a you've got to push through the first two or well, three hours. Like, I, I mean, believe it's a slow on. burn. It is a slow burn. Yeah. Give <laughs> give me at least an interesting opening cutscene or something. You know. Let like. me describe it to you like this in very controversial terms. It's for PC gamers. <laughs> they love this kind of slow burn tactical type game. Can't delay. It's it's not the console Titanfall or COD where you're straight into the action. Yeah, it's, I, it's need, very I need much something. A, no, it doesn't even need game. to be straight into the action. It can be, this is what it's about. This is the introduction. This is what it's about. This is who you are. And then slow it down a little perhaps, bit. Perhaps rifling through drawers and stealing forks is not something you find interesting in a game. Well, who does? Someone. But the fact that you've <laughs> not, I mean, <laughs> eluded some man and he's not seen you steal his forks, people love that. They love to steal Ooh, forks. Thrill. being caught. <laughs> yeah. There's no real challenge to it, though. I mean, that opening scene where you've got a guy on a bed, you're not... There's no threat there. There's no threat there. That's the opening. There's no threat with that guy. There's no threat at any game opening. Well, what an intro. (laughs) You're in a room with a guy that's sleeping that can't be woken up. There's no challenge of waking him up. It was kind of weird because the next room you go into is a room full of bird cages. It's like the birds will give you away. No one's around, so they don't. Yeah, and then if if they actually do make a noise, they said, don't don't make any sudden movements because they'll make noise. You make a sudden movement, they make noise. His way through there. No, it, was, it wasn't happening. There's no punishment, you know, and that's the first 15 minutes. I'm like, well, why are you telling me not to do this? And then when I do it, there's no consequence. What's the point? So it's a Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move it along. <laughs> oh. We're talking about Nintendo games. You're not moving through the bird cages well enough. Would you like Super Guy to help you? <laughs> 
Please um, put on this God. giant raccoon suit. Head, guess which game doesn't have Super Guide, and it's actually really, really hard. It's quite hard. Donkey and you need Kong to battle Country, your way through it. Tropical Freeze, ridiculous name, great game. Great name, come on. It's terrible a terrible name. It's a great name. It's awful. It's it is like an a, ice cream flavor. It name. is a... In fact, I began my review saying it is a challenging platformer. It is really awesome. hard. It's hard. If you... I've, I haven't played as much as Ben, obviously, but... You, you control Donkey Kong the entire time. You can't switch between... You're speaking of someone that doesn't know which way to hold the Wii, mate. Anyway, yeah, right? yeah we, we had a preview <laughs> in this very room, which we're now recording in, and the Nintendo rep handed Tano the Wii remote. I had the gamepad, and he's holding it with the one and two buttons in his left hand and the D-pad <laughs> in his right hand. He goes, how should I be holding this? There's only one... Do you know what? I mean, the only, how do you the get only that Wii wrong? game I played was Super Mario Galaxy, and yeah. that was where you hold it upright. Yeah. And it's but like you don't really... Have you think... never played any controller ever where you use movement in your left hand? Have you seen the Wiimote, what it looks like? Yeah, it, it doesn't like look a like a controller. Gamepad. Um, or a SNES So, anyway... You control Donkey Kong exclusively, and then you can get one of three companions that yeah. give you a little extra lift or a little extra really, really distance, or you can... Yeah. Scrooge McDuck style with Cranky Kong, which is pretty hard. Yeah, it not is as hard, hard as I don't think I find it as hard as you have made it out to be several times. But I, I thought it's hard it was... because you have to keep pressing the button instead of yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean hard in terms of hard to do. I meant hard oh. as in in terms of clearing his benefit the level. is less his, good. It's it's harder to use him to clear the level mm. quickly. If you want to get all the puzzle pieces, you need to go back as Scrooge or should right. I say what's his name, Cranky? So and <laughs> because. If, it, his, his ability actually gets oh, you to man. probably maybe a third of the puzzle pieces which you can't get with the others if you I don't know if you feel the same way but if you lose Dixie, Diddy or Cranky Kong at any point it suddenly feels like both of your feet have been amputated and the Not, game becomes like to 50% extent, harder I, Dixie was my favourite by far because he's got a little kick at the end of a like, flight and that gets you up to a higher point whereas Diddy goes a little bit further but he doesn't get that little bit of You've extra got height. that little bit of a buffer with both of them. Like if, yeah, you, if you jump, you can be like, oh, I'll boost a little with the Diddy thing or is, she can save me. But if you're just Donkey Kong, you just got to roll and jump and then the if you mistime it... The big difference between like Rayman and Mario and this is that those games both have fairly kind of consistent jumping. So like you know when to press jump just rhythmically because this is time to jump again mm-hmm. whereas DK really is kind of you don't know when you're going to have to jump or when you're going to have to grab onto something when you have to like hit something on the head or roll into it and if you think now it's time for a jump roughly and you kind of don't realise until you really think about it in like Rayman you start to hit jump because you know a jump's coming up mm-hmm. in DK you die for that oh, no. you really have to DK think. is total it's, anarchy it's yeah. chaos for the record we went, we started on like I think 80 lives and then yeah. we ended up at like Eight? Well, I, I started... Not the, eight. I started the first 40. world. Come on, I'm trying to... Through the first world, <laughs> through the first world and into, like, I've almost finished the second world, I've been hovering between 40 and 20 lives. And it just, like, sometimes I'll have 40 and then it'll be 10 minutes later and I'll have 18 and I'll be like, what has happened? I hate to break it to you, but it gets much, much harder. Good. The, the first one, the first world's not very hard, really. The second one starts to really ramp it up. The third, fourth go quite a bit further. And by the time you get to the fifth and the sixth, which is the last before you open mm-hmm. the special area... It is like relentless. Yeah. That is what like the original. You. Well, do you remember? Country, it is. Do, it is. Like, there's no yeah. super guide. There's. It just kills you if you. It just gets up. progressively. Do you remember hard? the elevator level from? Yeah. And it's like it was a bunch of elevators, 
and you had to just half the time you had to just jump into space and hope you timed it right. And there was like tires on yeah. platforms and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And you had to push the tire onto the right spot and then you have to bounce on that and then jump onto another yeah. elevator. It was all timing and all because with Donkey Kong and it's still in this one, when you roll, you roll into space and he will keep rolling until you hit jump or his roll runs out and you fall down the hole. And that It is it's quite different to the average Nintendo reboot. It is really punishing. And the levels are really, really different. So you have like an old school minecart level and you just, you have to power through it and you have to hope and you're going to lose about 20 lives at a minecart level because you have to learn the bits of track to know when to jump. You're going to die. That's it's impossible otherwise. Even the second one where it's got those platforms that you're on, they sort of like swivel and then one drops and you have to just yeah. jump off just at the right moment to get on the next one and the next one. And I think it might be the third world where it's, the camera swings behind you for a minecart level. So you've got like three tracks to jump onto and you have to know which one to be on. It's just, it gets pretty crazy. Even harder are the bosses. Oh, yeah. But and the bosses is where you really, like, even, you though, need I, a even though I feel like I, without a partner, sometimes in the normal levels, it becomes almost impossible. Without a partner in the bosses, I think it basically is impossible. Each, each boss gets way harder, and they're not your average Nintendo jump on its head four times, it will die. It's a good 10, 15 minute boss battle. Mm. It lasts a long time, there's multiple phases. It's not like a, you can learn the pattern of this attack. But you then have to learn the pattern well, of the next attack. Even, on, the, even on that, I've only done the one boss. They haven't done World Two yet. But even oh, with that really? seal guy, like you think, oh, he's going to do this thing again, and he does. He only does that like twice, and it's only at the start and at the end he brings it back and like it tricks you, and you're like, wait a minute, I well, thought that was done. I describe <laughs> the seal guy as a tropical breeze to kill. Ooh, <laughs> and, and, and the the others are much harder. Well, he is he is really easy. The others are much oh, harder. But he was still like more difficult than I was expecting for the first boss yeah. of the. You played that. You played that that seal boss at E3. Yeah, no, but I did it with you at E3, and it was. And I carried you, apparently. No, you did not. Well, it was harder when you did it. But myself. it's. Yeah, but it's um. From what you were saying, I do believe what Shane just said is accurate. No, no, no. he didn't carry me. We both struggled when we did it. Actually, yeah, pretty it was, it was sure hard. that what he, he just said is right. Um, but the the, sure? the interesting thing is, I was playing it, and my girlfriend was watching me, and she's like, "Oh, is this a game for children?" And I'm like. No, it most Get certainly out. is not. No, it isn't. Yeah. Like, is she still your girlfriend, really? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, it really—it's really colourful, and the music is like great and jaunty and yeah, fun. Yeah, it looks and... amazing in HD. And David Wise, the composer of the original games, is back. It sounds amazing. Nerd. Well, it's like it, it looks like a really great cartoon kitty game, and that's where it's like an interesting kind of—I don't know—maybe it's a Donkey Kong thing that they have always kind of done that, but it is much. It's not that it's much made for harder. Adults, but no, it's, it's just. It's, it, it's a hard, it, I'm sure. it is made for people, adults. I think the people who played the old yeah. games. Yeah. I think yeah. it's. I think it's like really more of like an old school. Like if you like. But when we were young, you, we would play. Yeah, but but I mean the, but, the but news today. But when <laughs> that's true. Without, like, without, that is true. Without, without taking Ben's point too far, like like. No, it's, do take it. They far. don't. They don't. <laughs> no kid plays a game that's as hard as DK on SNES now. Well, that's a generalisation. It's true, though. What games are that hard? Like, if they play New Super Mario Brothers or they play Galaxy... Not a platform. I know a game that's that hard. Flappy Bird. Knack? Knack? Knack, yeah. Knack's pretty hard. If they're playing a Nintendo platformer, though, and they keep dying, Nintendo will go... Here you go, kid. Would yeah. you like but that? This, yeah, their, their demographic hasn't changed. Like, they're still aiming at... And it's the same... And mm. they still make... Like, it hasn't... The easiest way to summarise it is Retro Studios has made a retro platformer, mm. and it's oh, great. And awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's killing it today, isn't he, this guy? Oh, he's done wrong. Incredible. I've, I've used all these before in my text <laughs> version of this. <laughs> but I mean, but the other thing is, like, it really, it really Which feels... Which I need to read. <laughs> it really feels like a... It almost feels like a non-Nintendo game. It's, like, so... So opposite to like everything Nintendo. You know been what doing. it really reminded me of was Metroid Prime, and I get that retro is quite different now in terms of the staff, but it's quite punishing. The puzzles are puzzles for a platformer are kind of really cool, yeah. and the music is amazing. That's what Metroid Prime it was, was a match DK two though. The music, yeah, it does. It's really really good. It's the same guy. Actually, who made two, it. three was even better. It's the same yeah. guy, and three's even better. better. David Wise only did the first. And what do you like? Game. I mean, but what do you think of the um, like the actual the levels? Like everything, it's got a really huge amount of detail, and like the levels yeah, like go really good. far back, and there's everything's happening in the background, and things happening in the foreground, and there's like just there's constantly stuff going on around you that adds interest to it. It's not just guide Donkey Kong through this thing. Yeah, you're guiding him through a very, very, very well designed level. Mm. Like the level design's amazing, but what's happening in the background it just makes it fun. There's 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 always stuff to look at and to try and find and like I I literally like a few levels every now and then I'm like alright this level I'm going to find all nine pieces and I scour the whole level I'm like I got five I'm like I have no idea where the other four could possibly be here. yeah you really the collectibles are surprisingly fun to find there's the classic Kong letters which mm-hmm. have been in it forever and also the puzzle pieces which are normally between five or nine I think it's a max I think it's nine every level so far no some of them are five oh no yeah, like minecart stages yeah I some think. of the smaller ones are smaller um, and they're really, really fun to find, and you probably have to play it twice to get all of them. And for some reason, I prefer to like go find nine puzzle pieces and to get like an extra twenty gamer score. So, <laughs> Nintendo in what in one game, Nintendo have found a thing which is equally as enticing as gamer score. But imagine if you got an achievement for it as well. Then tag on this podcast because I would tell you to get the yeah. Out. It's it's if I'm not really that much into trophies or gamer score, but I get them anyway. So I get why it's fun, and mm. I sometimes be like, yeah, I want to get that achievement, but not to a high extent. But this is just as exciting for me because, like, yeah, I'm going to finish this level totally and get all the little pieces. I know, and I know, and I know I have said it, and I think you have agreed or we said it, that this is not going to sell Wii U's, but it's a shame because it should. It, and it, if people, like, gave it a chance, then maybe they would play Wii U. Any, any real Nintendo fans will definitely get it. But, I mean, I wish other people would buy it as well because this is actually, like, a, a showcase of what... You can actually do on the Wii U, and it, and it doesn't even use the gamepad, which it doesn't is awesome. Use it at all. Well, we're gonna get this on Saturday because Matt wants it really badly. But I, Donkey Kong to me isn't appealing. Like I, I equate Donkey Kong to looked really pretty on the SNES, but that's about it. Like I don't, I don't care about him. Like if it's super hard, great. I'd rather have a super hard Mario game. Like it's just it's weird. Like, it's uh, Donkey Kong to me has always been like. The, the platformer at its best, you know? I think it is the best platform series. Yeah. Especially the original trilogy. Yeah, Nothing's really beat that. As a 2D side-scrolling platformer, well, even Mario's a, never quite It's just got such a different thing, like you were saying. Yeah, like, it's very different. Mario is Mario, and you know when to jump, and you know what to do, and Rayman has become this kind of... I've always... The new Raymans, to me, feel like a hybrid of Sonic and Mario with the speed, plus you just learn when to jump. And Sonic yeah. is just a, a mess now. Most but. platforms get a little bit too... <laughs> A little bit too rhythmic in that you know when to jump and you just kind of keep hitting the jump button at an interval that you kind of learn and Donkey Kong kind of ends that. Well, I mean, and, and other, other platformers have predictable enemies with predictable paths. Yeah. But, uh, like, you just watch the bad guys in 
Donkey Kong, and they're all over the place. You have to be a lot more watchful, you have to make a lot more decisions, but you can't slow down that much to do that. No. Which is what makes it so hard and what makes it so good, really. I think we've covered it. We have covered it. Let's let pass it on to Tano and he can open up the third one. He was sleeping. I know. Look, I don't even know where to begin because it looks great. I thought we were moving on to a new game that you played today. <laughs> yes, that's what we're talking oh, about. You that's what I'm what talking it is. about. It's practice to name the game. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lead into it, it. Oh, okay. Shh, guys, he's planned this. Come on. I'm being spontaneous here. I'm going to... Well, you've just ruined it. You've ruined we'll the We'll just buzz. do it. Let's do it. He actually, so he actually was asleep and he was just trying to like yeah. get some... No, no, I really was talking <laughs> about... He was just generically saying, it looks great. What are we talking about? No, <laughs> I was going to say, it looks great, but it's more of the same. It's infamous Second Son. So... Yeah, it looks really good. I actually went and saw a preview with uh, today, actually, or last week. Yeah. <laughs> good save. Um, and, <laughs> no, it's the kind of game where I, you're into it 10 minutes in, and I was more interested in the game world and how it looked and the lighting than I was with what was actually going on. So it looks pretty good, but beyond that, it's infamous. If you know infamous, it's the I same think it, old. I, I platinum the other two, and this one... Even though we only got to play two different missions and we couldn't really stray far on the map because otherwise the demo would fail you and bring you back. Yeah, yeah. It plays a lot better than the other two already. It's much more... Um, I it's, know, it's cleaner, it's yeah. smoother, it's, it's just like... It's more fluid and he's yeah, less... Flo- yeah. Like Cole really kind of floated around and he sometimes he was like really hard to control or he just went off on his own sort of weird it, directions. It feels less like a shooter, like kind of when you're a third-person shooter, yeah. you're breaking into aim. Yeah. Whereas this, it's just straight away into his abilities, into his powers. It works pretty smooth. But in that, but beyond that, it's more of the same, really. I think part of the, maybe the issue of kind of like it's the same and you couldn't really get into it and couldn't really like be interested. I think like it's because they just like drop you into that weird... They just drop you in and you don't get any backstory in the character. You don't get any backstory in how he got his powers or where he's got his powers. or like You don't see any of the beginning of the game. It's just like, here's the guy. You've got two different um, powers you can use. Uh, yeah. Go. I mean, that, that's, that's a real difference from um, Infamous 1 and 2. Because now yeah, yeah. this guy's power is... He's, like, he's basically Peter Petrelli from Heroes. He can take other people's powers. Do you know what, I, what I, I'm most curious about? What interested is that... If you look at the first two games, that evil versus good versus evil, it yeah. was very like straightforward, well, but it didn't really branch off. If you did, at all. if you did evil or good, it was the same mission. Yeah, but you just it was like red or blue. But I can was handle it every single like kind of like polar opposite good or evil thing. Like you either it didn't really save no, the really entire planet like, or like just We had one. We had one morality choice at the very beginning, and it was to. Um, your, the, the main character, what's his name? Deslin? Deslin. Des, Des, Deslin. Des, Deslin, it's weird. Deslin. Deslin. His Not brother is a, is a cop. And there's this girl called Fetch who has the power of neon. And she's. <laughs> the power of neon. It's actually really cool. Okay, cool. It All works right. really well, yeah. She, she has been going around killing drug dealers. And the brother of the Classic main character, Fetch. who is, is, yeah, <laughs> is a cop, he wants to, um, he wants to like, arrest her and take her in. And you have the choice to either say that you're going to like, um, take her as your responsibility and help her. And like, you guys are going to work together to take out the drug dealers, but you're not going to like, murder them. And you're going to do it for, you know, as vigilantes, but without killing. Or the other thing is, 
you are going to like just fully go for her yeah, yeah. anarchist type chaos um, and cause personality and just like do whatever you want because you guys have power. So, I mean, it's it's kind of less binary, but. Do you know, like, the, the first two were like, okay, this is good and evil. If you go this way, you're a good character. If you go this way, you're a bad character. And it wasn't really but, like that. But the options were, like, murder ten puppies or yeah. deliver some orphans it, ice cream. It had no yeah. sort of, like, moral... There wasn't, there wasn't any sort of standard beats. But with this, they, it's like they acknowledge that, look, we know that it's not real good versus evil, but... Yeah. If you choose to go down this path, it's going to be very different well, it seems compared like it, to what... Whereas in the first two games, they were, it was pretty much the same, the missions that you were playing. It seems like it would be a different game. Like, in, in if we chose good, the, the mission was to go to um, at the harbour in Seattle and you had to, to tag three houseboats that had drugs yeah. in them so the girl could destroy the, um, the boats that had the drugs. And if you chose evil... The, the mission we played was completely different where you had to go and bust up these activists who were like uh, but it wasn't even it wasn't even that it was just go go beat go kill civilians up. yeah it was it was you know? it, but it was just two very different things I but know. i can i can handle it. i can handle if it's like okay it's very shallow mm. you want to go in this direction do this you want to go in that direction do this and the first two games were like good versus evil but not really like yeah. they kind of set an expect a level of expectation that it didn't deliver on. Whereas this is like, look, this game's not going to lecture you on morality. You either go this way yeah. or you go this way, whatever way you choose. Yeah. So you're going to get two different missions. So it's two different games, really. It's, I think that essentially it's like a reason to play it twice, twice and play yeah, it both yeah. ways. Because it's of... two different experiences, yeah. two different missions, which is what the first two got terribly wrong, yeah. I thought, because it was like... You you're know, playing both the same, you're playing both and, and you get the exact same experience either way. You yeah, just pretty have some different powers. Yeah, Pretty much. Did you notice that every single person in Seattle had a different face? No, because they were both set at night and you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that. But visually, oh, yeah, this is like as far as next gen, current gen, whatever the hell. I you think want it, to call I mean that. it and Killzone are definitely the no, two. It, this this kicks yeah, Killzone's I, backside. It's it's very very. Pretty. Like I, I mean, because there's there, there's more there, there's more, there's substance there. Like in Killzone, you were you're moving f- through a forest. You were looking for enemies. Whereas in Infamous, it's like well, you're in this world. It's open world. You're in the street. You're in a city. There's like steam coming up from the vents, yeah. and there's water on the ground. Well, like the the two powers that we got to see, we got to see three powers, and there's there's a fourth power that they didn't reveal. And the powers very much play into the graphics because the first power that Deslin gets is smoke. So he <clears throat> he finds a bus full of uh, conduits who have the powers, and he touches one guy and he takes the smoke power. So there's lots of smoke in Seattle. There's lots of like chimneys and lots of smokestacks and burning cars. You can absorb the smoke from that. So there's obviously like a lot of smoke effects, and that all looks really good. And then the second power he gets from Fetch, the girl, is the the neon power. So there's like a lot of neon signs throughout Seattle which you can absorb stuff from and they all look really great with like the wet um, slick roads there's all the all the yeah. neon reflects off the road and like um, the, the neon stuff like casts not, like the shadows and casts the colours everywhere so it's like even though the, the two missions that we saw were set at night it was really quite bright and colourful well that's why they showed it at night obviously yeah it looks better at night because there's the neon mm. so unlike Thief which doesn't look bad, but clearly looks like it's been designed for current and next gen, or old and current, or whatever you want to call them. Like 
this game looks. This is gen. clearly a current gen game, as compared uh, to a last gen game. Yeah. Okay, you got me confused here for a minute. Yeah. I'm ben like, what? It ben was, so much ben was saying current and last gen before. I think before, next so gen is still a thing. No, no, no. Because no, no, no. the PS4 is coming out in Japan it's tomorrow. So. It's done. It's been it's a year gen. since it was announced. It's now current gen, and we're talking about last gen. So, like Castlevania is an outdated game. It can't it's be just... next gen when it's so, happening. Like, basically, in, yes, but it's in, too weird. In Infamous One and Two, you only had electricity. That was it. But in in Infamous Second Son, you can have smoke and you can have neon and eventually you can have concrete. The power of concrete somehow, which is actually pretty cool. Which is very like, cool. I'm just imagining Captain Planet. It's yeah. like, <laughs> neon smoke. Concrete. And there was, Go a, there was a third that they Hot there was morality. a third that we didn't get to see that's unrevealed. So when you use smoke, um, he he has a chain around his wrist, and his melee weapon when he uses smoke is the chain, and you can like um, fire smoke bullets, I suppose, like like coal could fire electricity. And in the old Infamous, you would have to like parkour up buildings. Whereas in this one, if you can find a smoke vent, you hit the, like the circle button, and he turns into smoke and then reappears at the top of the building, which is like really quick and really cool. Um, and then he has like a if you don't aim, if you don't hit the aim button and you press the fire button for the smoke thing, you have like the shotgun. Did you get to use that? It's like a shotgun attack. Yeah, which is like- quite cool. Yeah, a little bit. They're very. They made him a bit different. Like, and then when you switch to neon, is it? There's a nice variety. He has a sword instead of a, instead of the chain, and he has like the dash move. So he just he kind of like just really speedily can go up the top of buildings and go through the streets. And as you go, like, you know, um, when it, when a camera does like long exposure. It, it like leaves a trail like that behind him. Yeah, yeah, it looks that. Oh, looks like the little, light thing. That's like yeah. something yeah. that would not have been possible that with that yeah. level of detail and yeah. So like as he runs along the street and up a building, if you turn around behind you after you've done it, you can look back and see like a, a line of neon coloured light of where you've been. So he's the gayest superhero ever. He's cool. I mean, Sweet. he's a douchebag, but no, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that in like a, in a great, awesome way. But I mean, it, like that's cool. And then <clears> the enemies have the power of concrete, and they kind of like. I don't know, they like make spikes of concrete come out of the ground and boost them around the level and like trap you in concrete. So do they, like I haven't played any of the other infamous games. I kind of just equate it to... Um, it's prototype. Prototype. It's better than prototype though. Do they it's a of, bit better, yeah. But I've only played the first one. I haven't played the second one. Were the other two like super powered enemies? Yeah, there was oh, some okay. super powered so, enemies. So they well. don't have to kind of approach it like, oh, like is it a Batman thing where like no, no. he came on the scene and now like... These superpowered villains are there because of him, and they're there. So the main, I mean, him. the story of the other ones were like this thing went off and gave some people powers, and then some people decided to be good, and some people decided to be bad. So it's literally heroes, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, that's cool. And I mean, yeah, basically, like like Eternal said, if you like Infamous, then you're going to probably like this because it's it looks really good and it plays if really you like good. Infamous. You you're going like to love Infamous. infamous. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like a it, it, ridiculous it is, statement from Heather Lockyer. It is so obvious. It is really. Uh, more of the same it is but more of it the looks same. really really good and it plays really really well so let's move on to the news the I've, news I've played something I want to talk about really you? really quickly it's not, on, really, the, really it's quickly? not on the rundown though I know I, I brought, it's, it's in pen on my rundown it's the last Hello. time Leo does the rundown <laughs> I asked I asked what yeah, have I'm you been asked. playing Stephen well we redesigned Survivor.com today so I was a bit busy so Leo did the rundown so that's why it's 
not as good as usual. And, and Don't this, we sound so professional and this with the one, rundown? The rundown as to why we're not gone. Both. And, this, <laughs> and right. this one time, I, I killed three titans. I had the absolute pleasure of playing uh, the Left Behind DLC for Last of Us. The Last of Us. $22 for three hours. <laughs> yeah, it was about three or four hours. But That's not bad. You know what? That is a lot of money for three hours. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. a good game. Is it, worth, is it journey when, worthy? Like, when I bought that, I, I thought exactly that, and then I finished playing it, and what? I am blown away. It's better than Absolutely 20 bucks for four maps, right? You know what? I, I'm of the age where I will pay 20 bucks oh, yeah. for four hours of entertainment, and I, as soon as I finished, I thought that was as much as a movie, and it was twice the length of a movie. It gives you an excuse to go back to The Last of Us, which is man. Oh, man. one of the best games of last year. It, it started and like it, it's there's kind of like two different you, you play in two different times you're like playing in the present of the game um, and it, it takes place um, spoilers you know if you haven't played it yet get over it um, when one of the main characters I'll, I'll try to keep it simple Shane when, hasn't one played of the main because I, I haven't played that game because you because of you I blame you because of me yeah, when one of the main characters gets injured and the other main character kind of is taking care of the other one and they're on a horse and they're riding around and stuff <laughs> you take control of Ellie I guess I gave that away um, and you play in that time in that moment of the game and you flash back to a time with Ellie and her best friend whose name I totally forget. It's Riley, which is the same Thank as you. the dog in Call of Duty. That is <laughs> <not> weird. <laughs> they don't look anything alike. Um, it's just a weird name to be coming up twice in but, but you three play, months. You play that game, like it just starts and nothing's really happened. There aren't like creepy things jumping out at you and you just like appreciate how rich and amazing the world is and like you're just happy to be back. Exactly what you said, Nathan. It's, it's really good. And the story is amazing. I'm not going to ruin that. It's it's so that's my, really challenging. That's my whole problem with The Last of Us, and what I assume is going to be my problem with this DLC. The story is great, the world is great, just the game is not that good. Like, like the game is not enough for me I to want to play it. I always thought The Last of Us was a good five hours too long. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so I yeah. don't really want to play it. Again. So this will be perfect for you. No, 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 no. it's like yeah, bite but size I'm, good. I'm done. It's fr- bite size good, like in the same way Infinite DLC was like straight to the point. Yeah, this is what it is. The first half is like. It's like Infinite. The first half is exploring the world again, trying all these cool things, seeing how this works, seeing what that does. It's really, really cool. Exploration times a million. And the second half is you need to fight your way out or you will die. And it's really cool. Like if cool. It, play it. You really should yeah. play it. You, you won't regret it. And there's something that happens and I, like in two or three I'm weeks from now. I'm not a big DLC player anyway. In two or three weeks from now, you are all going <laughs> to have played it. And I'm going to talk about what That's happens insane. in the story because it's amazing and I right. don't want to ruin it. But I it's might so good. play it maybe, but $22. Just do it. You pl- watch me play it or we'll take it okay, in turn. We will, we will pay $11 each and play an hour each. <laughs> You're both the worst, Move. by the way. <laughs> Moving on. It's now time for the news, which is our favourite segment because we do about ten minutes of news every time. <laughs> me- according- ten minutes is accurate. According to this, yeah, it's you should be you reading mmgnandstavira.com for news. Not listening. We have plenty of news, but Leo didn't put much on the rundown, and I can't really look it up anymore. What this so, is enough news. It's enough. So first of all, let's talk about the PS4 has a lot more P than the Xbox One. Well, we skipped one. one. No, we're going to go no, back no. to that. Okay. We're going to go back to Nathan it. has been chopping. So we never do talk. them in order. PS4 has all of the P's, and that's because of the P in it the PlayStation. It has maximum P most of the time, 
which is 1080p. Nathan and Shane, the the Xbox. This how does this mean peas? Alright, 1080p's. It means you're in. Nathan and Shane are sharing a mic, but like Shane is just fully giving the mic to to Nathan, and Nathan's like ready to like scream at us. So go ahead. So this has been a long, a long topic of the PS4 version of a game being 1080p and the Xbox One version being 720. Which normal humans can't tell the difference. And now uh, Thief is 1080 again on PS4 and 900p on Xbox One. And Grand Zeroes is 720 on Xbox One and yeah. 1080 on and, PS4. And Titanfall is 729p. Now, I will... <laughs> Whatever that means. Just for fun. Where do they get those extra 9ps? Ooh. Just wherever, they, wherever you get a P from. And <laughs> where they, do you get a P from, man? <laughs> where do you... Nah, it's too they, too easy. Where do you P from, that. Steve? Let's... The, the point we've made in every other episode ever is pretty much you can't really tell. You can't. There's a very, unless you have a massive TV, so only play on a 42-inch TV, only on a 42-inch I've got a 55-inch, and I can't tell anyone. I can't tell on 42, you can't tell on 55. We're thinking you need bigger than that you have, to no, tell. You really just have to have a very, very specific setup, and you have to sit at yeah. very certain distances. And I, I'm thinking you need 60-inch plus to really tell. Yeah. And you need the proper distance from it, and you need the proper space for it. And most people don't have the ability to do that We're in We're talking games only. Not movies. Well, I was gonna say just games, not. Movies. I've been, I've been playing Titanfall on my seven-year-old 720p HD LCD, and it looks good. But then I played at MMGN HQ, and which is a full HD 1080p. But it's not LCD. running. It's also yeah, a lot. But the game is a lot of letters. That's just your TV but it looks, shit. Yeah, no, I. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So you, you're saying you can see the extra nine p difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling. No, what I'm trying to say is that that's what you're anyone saying. that's no, no I'm, ta- I'm trying to say that anyone that argues that oh, there's a big difference. It has a di- it has a lot to do with the television that you've got. Yeah. yeah. But there isn't really a difference in how the game looks or feels. If you've got yeah. a seven year old tel, it, it doesn't make a the, difference either way. The joining. That's what I'm trying to say. Is a a lot of I PS, agree with you. A lot of PS4 games are marketed as 60 frames, whereas Xbox One are 30 frames. And we've discussed in Tomb Raider and really massively in Injustice, which I've only just played on PS4, which is awful. Um, <laughs> Injustice? Yeah. Because, because the, the frame, frame rate. Yeah. So I've taken videos to record how si- awful it is. 60 frames is, I'm convinced now, a marketing term. It sounds really cool. Uh, I would much prefer capped at a steady 30 frames because well, when it, when it yeah. jumps between 60 and like 45, it's really, really noticeable. Yeah. When it's 30 or 60, I can't tell the difference. It's well, changing is what I know. In, infamous, in infamous is at 30 frames and it looks like... Not on, PS, on PS4, it's all over the place. No, no, Infamous. Infamous. And it looks amazing. It was really smooth. It looks like... 60 frames looking, comparing it to say Call of Duty yeah, which is smooth, a smooth that's what it looks like thing is way better than I, the high yeah, yeah. that's what Ben said last I, week about um, Killzone like they've made a special patch for 30 frames because they figured it works better and looks better I said this yeah, on Twitter I think that like this whole Xbox One 30 frames PS4 60 frames is just the old like SNES does this many million colours and Mega Drive does this many million colours and it's just that old argument like oh my dick's bigger than yours but yeah, not yeah, even but, quite to that because yeah, but, the, the, the more colours in this situation is often worse because it's not always to that level yeah. it gets to Guys, that they should, just, they should just leave them both at 30 Sega, Sega does what Nintendo okay what? Remember Stop that. making hardware. Hmm? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go into that, 
Nathan clearly wants to retaliate against my there's no difference between 1080 and 900p. He called what Ben, for the record, he called Ben an apologist. Oh, that was an Xbox apologist. This isn't politics here. This I want to disagree Xbox. with the, uh, the other boys of Survivor and MMGN just because I can. But also, I think that... He's while... never coming back on the podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> never again. I'm somewhere in the middle. I think that it's definitely not as big as people make it out to be. It's definitely a lot of it's marketing. But I do think that you shouldn't, uh, people shouldn't uh, dismiss it as something that's irrelevant. Because, uh, I mean, if you've got a PS4 and, it, and, and you're hearing that, you know, your multi-platform game is uh, 1080p and it, it just runs better, it just looks better, even if it's just a little bit and other people say they can't tell the difference, if you find that that's a difference that you enjoy, um, you know, why should you be ashamed to talk about it? Because, you know, it, it, it's there. Like, it's... Um, Maybe in some games it's not as evident, but as we go along, obviously, we won't get any more cross-gen stuff. We'll start to see the, the real difference. I mean, even back then, the last gen now, so it's weird to say that because it was the current gen less than two months ago, but um, even in, in the last gen, um, the little gap between the 360 and the PS3 was always, uh, was always in the conversations. Maybe these guys don't remember it. I do. And um, Ooh, and, <laughs> favorite. And um, you know, and it, and, and it got out there. Like, it, I mean, the differences right. back to the, between the 360 and PC were even less. Um, and we saw the gap eventually towards the great? end, of course. And some people might say it was a bit too late. But maybe even this point, um, I mean, I, I'm a bit critical of Xbox One in that, it, you know, who the, is the it? talk. Yeah. Who is maybe, it? Maybe, really? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people yeah. are. I'm not. not I'll tell you why in a minute. Not in a malicious Can way, I? but just like you know, it should be. You know, the marketing, but, everything, everyone was saying. This is the HD generation, the true HD generation. It should it? be 1080p. You it should be, you know, solid. Well, but, until, um, until we're playing. You're, we're just, you, we're just, you brought up. You brought up the PS. Like the difference is that, like games like the Orange Box and stuff, they they did not work on the PS3. It's yeah, different. no, that's, that's a because point they didn't well. have like program for another, this. Another point is PS3. that the machines now they weren't like last gen were like. It wasn't just a graphical disparity; it was also the performance, like the PS3 reports. But that's the same. They, were, they should have been. Ridic- like, they should have been. It's the same situation. They're saying the thief dev has come out and said, "Look, it's not that the Xbox One is not capable of doing this; it's just that eventually it will be able to." It's the same issue, but it's not as big a disparity. And it's very sad too that the developers can't tap it. I mean, obviously, they're taking. It's time, very so. early, though. Yeah, it's well, early. Think, it's early and stuff like that. But still, well, if, it if, shouldn't if be going by last gen is any indication. Then eventually the Xbox One will overtake the PS4. No. Now I'm just opening a can of worms here all over hey, the table. One at a time. One at a time. Too. But I also think that, you know, like when we were talking about Infamous earlier and Leo was pointing out just how great the world is and like the little things that add up, like the smoke and stuff. I think why like this conversation should be open <laughs> is just because like if the uh, disparity gets bigger, you know, like. Uh, Developers start sacrificing those little things in the Xbox One version versus the PS4. Not one. really. It's too early. You know, you, uh, it's 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 early, but you know it's we should too early to call that. We really you, you th- pointed out that last generation the PS3 eventually took over, but PS3 was always 720 last generation. Are you telling me right now that you're noticing a big jump in terms of not graphics but just resolution between PS3 and PS4? Just resolution. I, yeah, no, I personally think yeah, I do. Um, Just I, I think I've got a very nice TV. I've got a very nice setup. But the 360 like, was mostly upscaled to 1080. So did you notice last generation that 360 games looked better in terms of resolution than PS3? Because that's what they did. So, yeah, that, that's what we, I, I guess I didn't pay that's a lot. That's what they did. If we're just talking lawyers, and this 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 is what <laughs> oh, the PS, wow. this is what the Sony fanboys right now aren't 
acknowledging at all that last generation I re- am resi- yeah, you're doing the opposite I say no you're doing it properly yeah the people last you done, the you've done one thing right once alright just calm down I killed three titans is so, so small that last generation it happened constantly being 1080 but it was upscale not native I'll give you that so it's slightly better now but it was still 1080 compared to 720 and no one really cared then and now all of a sudden it's a big deal. People care though because there's new tech. They want a reason yeah, to but justify the purchase. I agree with that. I agree with that. And also we were talked up. We were sweet in the deal. You know when it, when the PS4 was first um, was talked about just over a year ago, wasn't it? A, couple, a day ago. A year ago. Yeah, a year ago. A year exactly. Ago. Yeah. Like we were we were sweet in. You know we were like oh you know this is the true HD gen. This is going to be straight up 1080p. Like it's going to well, match I mean, the tech we have now. This argument. And I guess like it's yeah again. it's it's dumb because like yeah we. In the end, I guess it's not as important it's, as it should. Uh, it's um, it, it's, it's made in, in no all difference though, because so far. like the, uh, we're seeing, I think Call of Duty now lead platform is PS4. Yes, a lot of games that used to be lead platform on 360 now they yeah, go on PS4 because well, for I, that reason. I, I mean, uh, but I think that the resolution only really comes into play when it's the entire package, the whole the whole graphical experience of the game adds up to this one thing because if. If it, if it, like, uh, even what is Graphics it? K- Kojima said that it looks better on PS4, Ground Zeroes. It and looks he said play on it on PS4 because it is a better version. Yeah, that's that's the why visual it's more visible now. Maybe a week ago it wouldn't have been as important, but in, in the last couple of days we've had four games, um, multi platform games The Witcher 3, uh, Metal Gear Solid, which we got an actual official word from Kojima about it, and the third title was, uh, was it, it was Thief? Yeah, that's right. Thief Not, is even less than those. Thief things, is even less because it's you, a cross gen. Put yourself in his shoes. If you created a game, you would say, "Yeah, I want you to play it on the console." And that's that it looks the best. I really think like, and I'm going to get it on PS4. And for that's the thing. Kojima's weird in that I think the conversation should be open because he actually said straight out, "Like this is." You know, this is 1080p and this is 900p or whatever it was on Xbox One. That's so tiny. Whereas a lot of other developers like Thief, so tiny. A lot of other developers like Thief, like they're just they're too coy. They're they're just sort of. Like, I nah, think they're nah, telling the really truth. Tell the difference. I, th- I think they they're telling the truth. It. They should boast it. Even I think you can't tell the difference. But I, I, I can't old, tell maybe, the difference. I think you should boast it regardless. If, my if old, it's there, it's there. My old man experience is that, like on a PC, if you like bump up the resolution. The only thing that changes is that everything else is hard to read. Like, all the words get smaller. That's it. To me, 720 and above is HD for me. So, like... Mm-hmm. Well, and, I, and it is true. And we all have a, a console we like. And I will 100% admit that I do prefer my Xbox One over my PS4. But I've played games on each platform, and I can't tell the difference. And it might difference. be that I have contacts. It might be that I'm older. It, I just... They, the visual performance to me doesn't matter and I think That's right it. now the I... difference between the consoles is that the PS4 is built for games and they're, if they can't push out 60 frames in 1080p straight away then that's bad and the Xbox One because the 360 changed so much from when it was first released to you know like the Blade system to the new Xbox experience like they built a machine to have plugins and to be functional and so they can plug you know different things they haven't thought about now in two years later and they're still figuring it out and that's it's like we've said over and over and over it's exactly the reverse of how the consoles were last year or last gen i think part of it is like it's the beginning they've both only been out for what three months four months whatever it is and they're both just like trying to desperately win over whichever 
fans they can Definitely. get to say, if, you know, if you're going to jump on PlayStation, then you're going to be PlayStation because they're both expensive. Not a lot of people can afford to get both. And if you're going to pick one, you're going to stick with one. And now Sony's like, we're 1080, they're not 1080. We're 60 frames, they're not 60 frames. I mean, the only... I, I would love to say I could tell a difference and the PS4 looks better, but it, I honestly cannot. They look the same. And it's only going to be when they start to exclusively develop for just those two and PC or whatever. Let's ignore PC. Like, just no cross-gen that developed for next-gen, current-gen, the- that you're going to be able to go, well, this one maybe does look better and this one maybe does, does uh, have a better resolution. But I, I still don't think that that's going to be the case anyway. I think that they're going to, like, like last-gen... It's going to be the performance, not the graphics. Even that Call of Duty game that Tana was talking about that's being developed for next-gen is yeah. still being released on old-gen or current-gen or whatever that you want to call well, it. Well, the last Call of Duty was the one that people realized that it was tandy on PS4 and 720 on Xbox. That was like the first game that people realized, hey, there's a gap. And I played it at this a very event where yeah, IGN, IGN leaked that this was like, hey, it's only 1080 on this event. I was next to them, and they're terrible, by the way. They can't play COD. <laughs> um, and same for Battlefield, by the way. It was, okay, apparently it's a high resolution on PS4, but it performed better on Xbox One because PS4 had this constant stutter. Every 30 seconds it would stutter a little bit. And that's noticeable to me. I couldn't tell a difference between resolution. And this is playing them side by side. The stutter I did notice. So 720, 60 frame versus... Uh, 1080, 60 frames versus 720, 30 frames. And you know frames. what? We're going to have this argument again when consoles can do 4K. Exactly. And you know, you know what? Above, above all else, so what I hope comes out of this whole discussion is a really good marketing campaign from one or the other yeah. of the Nintendo Sega does what Nintendo don't. Variety, like surely we're gonna get well. Sony old already, school console. Sony already did that. Remember when Xbox when Xbox oh, first like announced the used games? No, video. no, no, no. When X, well that one too. But when Xbox first announced their first press conference, it was all about like all the other stuff yeah. and nothing about games. That's all. That Sony was. Sony's little ad was just like you can use your oh, um, PlayStation. Right, yeah. um, we'll let you use TV or whatever, and it also plays games. It was something really... Radioactive, radioactive. <laughs> I, I really wish I could remember that it was like a nice, pithy little thing. It's like... Yeah, Sony it was, did that for ages. Oh, no, it was... Like, it was oh, look, but, no, it was... It, PS4 will let you use your TV for games. Yeah. And that being... Like, Injustice, I know, doesn't have an Xbox One equivalent, but it has an Xbox 360 equivalent, and it was always smooth and always worked really yeah. well. And like Ben, I've been playing the PS4 version, and the game itself plays great, but as soon as you play single-player and it goes into, like, cutscenes and stuff, like, Green Arrow... It's really ...jumps in, like... You can see, like, frame by frame by frame as he jumps onto really Solomon Grundy's back. And that, that like, ladies that and gentlemen, is 60 frames per second. Yeah, congratulations. I really, it's really... It's, it's 1080p, I, and it's, like, sacrificing well, frame Well, I think that what that proves 1080p. is that only one franchise can do 60 frames per yeah. second well. Donkey Kong Country. Call <laughs> of Duty. Well, actually, <laughs> DK is 60 Call frames. Call of Duty. <laughs> DK Call is... Stuck at, at 60 frames, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Uh, the, actually, it's already been proven that the most consistent console for 60 frames and t- is, is Wii U. Because yeah. <laughs> it does it consistently. <laughs> but put it this way, like, the only, the only way you can do 60 frames per second consistently is without having a game world that is... Distru- like, yeah. Dynamic. Without, like, yeah. yeah. To d- me, that proves that 60 frames per second is not important. It's no. not important. Well, What's important is a steady frame rate. Yeah, it is steady. Well, we've we've covered yeah, that already. I think. Let's move it right along. Special guest, Nick, special special guest, 
Not you, Dino. Nathan. Dino. Anything else you would like to... You get the final say on this, this particular the final topic. Say, I think in the end, it always matters about the, the, uh, how stable the game is and how fun it is, obviously. I just like to disagree with these boys. But, um, <laughs> but no, no, I still think the conversation should be kept open because we'll just obviously see if it's important or not in the next, what, year when, when the cross-gen stuff starts... starts uh, you know, slowing down, we get the real exclusives going, and hopefully, I'm hoping that the gap won't end up being as big. But if it does, if it is, you know, it's important that we like, you know, we don't downplay it, and that we, you know, make the choices we want based on, you know, if we want the graphical experience or not. Me, I just like the games, but still, it's good to know that I've got a PS4 and that, yeah, it's a little bit nicer, and um, you know, it, it, I should be able to uh, just be like, yeah, that's cool, rather than sort of go, oh, well, is it dismissible or not? But yeah, in the end, it's right now. It shouldn't be as big as it, as it is. Don't I think I, I bought two no 3D TVs. Things. No, no, this is unrelated, but sort of related. This I bought two related. 3D TVs. Well, bought one, and I have another one somehow. Um, it wasn't off the back of a truck. It kind of was. I just want either and both consoles to support 3D Blu-rays. Oh, they won't. Yes. I agree. I agree. That's, that's a shame. Because I want like out. awesome universe documentaries on 3D Blu-ray. This is a bit related, so we're going to move on. We're running time for time. <laughs> oh, we're yeah, going to yeah. keep that conversation I thought Nathan open. was the final word. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the final word. He, he just said that his PlayStation is a little bit nicer, but we're you don't have to stick with that. You can, you can go for a lot nicer. conversation open next week. <laughs> right now, someone who's not keeping their doors open is Irrational Games. Ooh! They are, He's this full is, of awesome shut them down. This is why this side of the table is the comedy side. <laughs> Do you uh, have comedy? Comedians, it's, comedians? It's all Ben. I know. It's all Ben and Ben. I'm, I'm riding these coattails. Exactly. Bioshock Infinite Developer. Side, well, I'm moving us on. I'm, I'm moving us on. See, my, job, my job's harder than it seems. Bioshock Infinite Developer Irrational Games has said, nope, we're not interested in making money anymore. We're shutting down and firing everyone except 15 staff. That's what they've done. Ken Levine, of our best stuff. Ken Levine is one of those people. Yeah, but Ken Levine's kept his well, job. Irrational is gone. It will not be called Irrational it Games. It won't be called Irrational Games anymore. They are starting just, a new they're endeavor. They're just downsizing and rebranding. Well, That's what yeah. it is. So Bioshock has moved to 2K. They can give That's it to a, a new developer. Big downsize. And Irrational Games has fired Mighty pretty much all their stuff. <laughs> and they're going to make small Last of Us style narrative driven <laughs> games. With, uh, um, in uh, Levine's defense though, like they've got uh, well, Irrational writing. Jobs. He's actually made an effort to... Get a lot of the staff well, jobs, I, and they have a good resume. I, I mean, they haven't worked on crap games. I know? follow him on Facebook, and he he posted like a this is a list of companies that are coming to the um, job fair because Irrational are holding like a come meet our staff, yeah. and we want to give them jobs in the industry. And there was like names like Retro and Infinity Ward and Respawn and See, massive th- that developers. Is how, that is how you. Business. Well, and then, <laughs> that yeah. is how you business. That is how you do business. Please you know, understand. Like, that is how you business. Ken that, that you've got. You're, you're closing down. You're saying, look, I know that I'm going to shut my company down. Yeah. And rather than saying no stuff, you guys, you know. Well, they're allowing them to. The, the offices are going to remain open to all the staff. They're going to allow them to continue to use the, the the facilities at the office and prepare portfolios and prepare stuff to show other developers and say goodbye to their friends and do it like. They're just and they're going to like pay them out and yeah. everything is going to be done to help the the people who work there as much as possible, as they should. You know, obviously, like yeah. obviously it's it's quite erratic and it's this is what we're doing and we're changing. But yeah, and the PS Vita version of uh, Bioshock is is well, it was never really going anywhere. But was it was it ever gone. irrational though? Does, does it, it irrational was own irrational Bioshock? apparently. Yeah. Well, was he it? announced it in 2011. He said in 2012 he's 
still in talks and it's gone now. I don't think it was ever really big and happening. But yeah, they will release uh, Burial at Sea Part 2 next can month we, and, and then that's it. that's it. Can we all just that, quit very that quickly? That is way too... Like, that's a massive... Like, that DLC should have been up by now. Yeah. It's putting that out there. It's a very... It's like a year late. Almost. Yeah. The it's, like, it's the point where no one cares about Infinite anymore. Oh, which yeah, is a shame definitely. because the game is really good. But... Still. Get it done. Um... Everyone's favorite irrational games. Does anyone ca- everyone care about irrational? Infinite. The first Bioshock. Bioshock. The start. By the start of Infinite. Man, the exploration is amazing. It's but pretty much all a Bioshock game, except someone yelled out Bioshock. System Shock Two. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah that's well, that's a close second. I think Infinite. I, I don't think know. Infinite. I even think Infinite might go. Be, if anyone's played Freedom Force on PC, I mean, I don't. Like, I honestly don't like. Uh, I have never Force, never no. had an experience in any other game ever as profound as Would You Kindly, ever. Okay. We are tied for time, so let's just mention <laughs> that the year, the, the year of Luigi is ending on March 18. <laughs> we pa- can't spend more time talking about this than what we do uh, on no, no, That is just a fact. Moving on. That yeah. is just a fact. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> Nintendo can't count months as they can't do the internet. They just have no idea. The they year just is des- like what? They decide themselves. Maybe on but this is when Cranky Kong was doing memes on Twitter today. Yeah, that was Awful. horrible. He was trying. Let's not cover that. Hey, we Very don't have trying. enough time for the normal news. You're going to integrate new news into this? You made the list, let's, Leo. Let's, you made the list. I have no idea what the orders trailers are. What's that? No, the order eighteen eighty six. Oh, that's right. It does it's look PS four exclusive. Yeah, the, it's, just a it's a video. It's just a trailer. We can't, so we, we can't show really you the video. That. You it looks really the, good. Watch the trailer on on either website, and it's. Oh, it's I was just talking about it's in like ten eighty p in like idea. seventy million frames per second. Yeah. It's like it's eight thousand and seven. <laughs> let's let's move to the history London. Let's move to the weird news and the final news, which is the Doom no longer called four beta is now bundled with Wolfenstein, which is a single player game and. Redacted because I was about to make a comment, but I can't say. <laughs> that means <laughs> that means that they had Doom Four. They were developing it. They saw it. They scrapped it. You know when, and now they're rebooting. Do you know it. when That's Doom? Here's, let me give you a quick recap of Doom Four. It was originally in development in 2008, and then in 2011, people were like, "What up, dogs?" And it, it <laughs> wasn't that really what happened. Literally. Yeah, so they, they rebooted development because it wasn't working. Two, three years later, in 2011, it started again. So they scrapped three years of work and they started again. As of 2013, it was still happening and then it just went disappeared. Then two or three days ago, they announced that it's no longer Doom 4, it's just Doom. Reboot. Yeah, they scrapped maybe, it. Probably. This is like Duke Nukem 3. It's been nearly 10 years since Doom 3. It's like, it's like Wolfenstein without Nazis, Doom. I've heard. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It is dead. actually. Yeah. Wink. Wink. Hell. <laughs> it is. It's what? not overly promising to have. First of all, to be. I can't comment on Wolfenstein and how slightly broken its AI might be, but it, <laughs> <laughs> for a for a Bethesda game, it's 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 good. I mean, it's it's a quality game, but it's not to the level of like Dishonored, as far as I've seen at E3 last year. Wink. <laughs> And <laughs> all I remember from E3 last year of Wolfenstein was the offensive gay dude. Yeah, yeah. And booby, booby. <laughs> he's totally in love with that video. Context, please. I don't know what's going on. There's uh, a character named Booby, and it's pretty much the gayest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> that's, that's it's so about. fabulous. Steve was like 
Actually, I was really pissed off. I had a vein in the side of At the time, head, like, I was pissed off about it. <laughs> we can talk about Wolfenstein in detail next week. Oh. For now, Doom is really... Doomed. Doom is probably <laughs> doomed. And the, the thing is... There you go, that's one for you. You made one joke, Leo. One joke. Before and killed three Titans. Ben 50, Leo 1. Oh, yeah, but Ben's been been like on fire tonight. That's right. He's been NBA On fire. Flaming. Flaming, like booby. Flaming on the friendly fire show. And. (laughs) (laughs) Another one. He's just on fire. Doom is going to the beta for Doom is so this game's coming out in May. So it's been I in think, development hell. I think this yeah, I, I think this, <laughs> this, this beta is gonna come out in probably the end of the year at best. So it's gonna be a big way. It's gonna be like remember that Battlefield 4 beta that came with Medal of Honor that was yeah. like a year later? It's gonna be like that. Do you remember Duke Nukem? Beta that came with Borderlands. No. Speaking of Duke Nukem, <laughs> no. speaking of Duke Nukem, that is in the top ten sales for Xbox 360 for the month. Do you know it was like in Australia immediately? It's four dollars at EB Games, so it's the cheapest game they sell. But who even for four dollars? <laughs> I bought it for twelve. <laughs> yeah. Who is buying Duke Nukem forever? I don't know. That brand must be really strong. No, Let's make another Duke Nukem. $4 is what's done it. At EB, $4. It must be like 40 cents at JB. Like, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> brand new $4. Does I anyone even have it in stock? I can't believe it's... No, so EB though. has a lot of copies. Swanson Street, three or four days ago, I saw $4 <laughs> a lot. They're going to get such a rush in their store yeah. over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Right, if, if you're up for a $4 game. you got $4. Bucks. <laughs> <laughs>